0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, friends. Welcome back to Send It With Steph. This episode is going to be all about what it's really like being a professional athlete and kind of what goes into becoming a professional athlete personality-wise and, yeah, I guess lifestyle-wise. I think that there's such a stigma around the fact that, professional athletes get to do their sport all the time. That's like something that they love. It's basically like turning a hobby into a profession. But in reality, it's not only a ton of work, but it also has, it affects the rest of your life and it affects your outside personal life. So I think those are things that people don't necessarily talk about, but I have had time to reflect on it and thought I would share my thoughts about it. Speaking of sports, the holiday season is often rolling with NFL in full stride and the NBA and NHL hitting mid-season form. BetOnline is your number one destination for all your sports wagering info. With up-to-the-minute sports wagering news, odds, trends, and prediction, BetOnline is the top spot for everything pro and amateur sports. Not just the big four, BetOnline has info available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access at any time for almost any sport that's played. From MMA to international soccer, head to Bet Online today and remember to use our promo code BELIEVE for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online is where the game starts. So the first aspect that I think is kind of misunderstood is the fact that being a professional athlete is not like having a regular 9 to 5 job or whatever, working a um, five days a week or th- four days a week and having a weekend or days off where you can kind of fully disconnect from your job. It is seven days a week, even on the days where you might have off or you can go on vacation or something. Those days, <laughs> you don't stop thinking about your sport. And we're so trained to be hyper-focused on our career and what we're trying to achieve that oftentimes like when we go do have days off or we have vacation days it is still pretty consuming like I have tried really hard to use my days off and (laughs) just fully disconnect which never actually happens but I can kind of trick myself into thinking about skiing less but in reality it's just it's seven days a week 365 like you are never really not thinking about it even if it's just in the back of your mind so that's something that's kind of I think misunderstood is when we have our off season even I know that like I would when I made friends with people who weren't in different professions this summer they didn't fully understand that like even though I'm in my off season like my Training schedule is really strict, and I can still have fun, but ultimately, like, I can't just forget about the fact that I have to go skiing and that, like, I need to work hard every single day so that when I get back into my on-season, my competitive season, I'm ready. So that's something that I think people don't fully understand or grasp, and it makes it seem like being a professional athlete is a lot easier than it is because yeah ultimately most of us love what we're doing and I feel incredibly lucky but at the same time like I don't have the same amount of freedom to have a life or to disconnect from my job and yeah that's just something that you take on when you do go into sports and you decide that this is what you want to do with your life but Yeah, I think it's a little bit misunderstood and it definitely affects like a lot of the ways that we interact with people and interact with our lives. (laughs) I don't know if that makes sense. On that note, like I took a 10 day break from ski camp this year um, in September and I was trying so hard to just fully relax and reset because I know that that part of the season is it's really easy to get kind of start the train of burnout because we get really excited about skiing and training and then you almost just like overwork yourself in kind of the fall preseason so for me I was really trying to just like disconnect fully take a vacation or like a break and just focus on like getting a workout or two in a day and then fully you know taking my mind off of everything else but It was really hard. Like, I felt so guilty a lot of the time. I would be just kind of enjoying the warm weather. And I don't know. I still was going to the gym for like an hour or two hours a day. But I was really struggling to just let myself fully disconnect. And I do feel like I'm glad I did it now because we're getting into the season and it's about to be really full on and intense. But that's kind of like something that... I don't think a lot of people realize is that even when we're maybe not doing our sport or it looks like we are relaxing and enjoying this like vacation really it's like (laughs) it's such a mind it's such a trigger like it's really hard to just fully disconnect and um it's almost more tiring trying not to like give in to the feeling of okay i need to be doing more on that thought or train of thought is that I don't think that people also fully understand how intense athletes' emotions are or, like, feelings because you ultimately have to be able to, like, harness all of your emotions and everything that you're going through in order to compete at your best. You have to be really full on. Um, And I sometimes those like intense emotions can creep into our personal lives and it's like sometimes I'll find I just overreact to things or get really like worked up about stuff when I'm not competing so kind of in the summertime like if I haven't kind of let out that intense competitive emotion for a while I find that I can get kind of like (laughs) built up and that's something that I think is natural. Like we spend most of our year in this really intense environment where we are pushing our bodies mentally, physically, and we have to kind of be really intense with all of our emotions. It's very deliberate. So when we go through these kind of off periods where we are maybe not, we don't have that outlet to like release all of that pent up angst and like intensity I think that it comes out in other ways and like I noticed for me it comes out like I get really hyperactive and I like want to go a million miles a minute and I just like really get you know (laughs) excited about things and I want to go and do everything that's on my mind but then once I do that I'll have three or four days where I'm just so exhausted and I could probably just sleep for those three days because I have all this like pent up energy and intensity. And then once I let it out, it's like, okay, I can relax. I can breathe. But it's not just like, it's not just the competitive intensity that we have to deal with. Everything is really heightened with athletes. Like there's, you're much more in tune with, everything that's going on in your body and you spend so much time working on your mental training and your physical training that I think people don't necessarily realize how not competing or having time off or in your off season how much those emotions and feelings can um, be feel really intense and they can come out in weird ways so that's something that i have been trying to like share with the people in my life and be like if i seem like i'm on edge or overreacting to something it's probably just i am feeling really intense in that moment and you guys just have to like tell me that it's okay and (laughs) we're gonna be fine and then it'll pass like it'll it's just that raw emotion of like your competitive nature kind of coming out in weird ways also, when it comes to competitiveness, like I am someone who has worked really hard not to get bent out of shape over unnecessary competitions because I think, I mean, all athletes, as long as you are have the desire to compete and to win at something, I think that crosses over into basically everything else that you do. So it takes a lot of self-control and you know, thoughtfulness to be like, okay, I'm playing a volleyball game with my friends right now. I do not need to be trying to like pound this ball into someone's face or um, like I don't need to freak out if I'm not winning or it's the same as like I got really into downhill biking this year and it took a lot in me to not want to be or like not get frustrated that I wasn't really good or like the best whatever, of the people I was running with. And that's something that you just kind of have to work on. And as an athlete, I think that it's really, it's hard for us to dissociate those feelings from, like when we're in the moment, everyone wants to be competitive and we want to win. But ultimately you kind of have to realize that, okay, this is not the sport that I'm dedicating my life to, or this is not the thing I'm dedicating my life to. So I don't necessarily need to have the same intense competitive drive as when I'm doing my sport. And it's hard. Like I I feel very lucky that I am able to kind of switch those modes on and off. There's definitely moments where it takes over and I get so competitive and like frustrated when I'm not winning. But I also have been around other athletes who like they cannot They cannot switch that off and (laughs) it's funny watching like just a normal person with like a normal competitive drive compete against a professional athlete who (laughs) has like such an intense desire to win and yeah I think that hopefully people can realize that like we don't mean to be uber competitive. It's not like we want <laughs> to make things not fun or make it intense or feel like it's a competition all the time. But we are so ingrained with that feeling of needing to win and needing to, you know, excel at what we're doing that it can be really hard to switch that off. And yeah, I just hope Hopefully my friends realize that I if I do get competitive, like it's not personal. It's just ingrained in me. But it's also a lesson that I think a lot of athletes work on. I don't think people want to be that intense all the time, but it is just hard to turn off. The next two ideas that I have kind of go hand in hand because they're so as an athlete, if you've made it to a professional level, you have some form of selfishness in you like that's just in order to be successful in anything I think you have to be a little bit selfish you have to put your desires and needs above others at some point point. and it doesn't mean that you are a selfish person where you would do anything to get ahead it just means that you are willing to put your needs in front of others at some point and you hopefully can find that line where there's a balance. I don't think that you need to be selfish all the time. And I think that there's something to be said for being part of a team and doing things as a collective and putting the needs of others ahead of yourself. But also, if you are going to be the best at what you're doing in sports and you are going to, especially individual sports, like I don't have a lot of experience with team sports because I haven't done them in like 10 years, but in individual sports, like you are competing against everyone else. It's not, it's not a group effort. It's you against everyone else. <laughs> so there is a level of selfishness and trying to number one harness that because for most people it's kind of a unnatural feeling to put yourself first um like for me especially i i find it really hard to make myself a priority in my like in sports and like in the past i've definitely kind of molded or been flexible with my teammates and I I don't think that's a bad thing at all I think it's like one of my personal I really like that trait about myself but I have also recently figured out how to be a little bit selfish and put myself first in situations that I think are going to be really beneficial for me but it's hard to kind of switch back and forth like we on one hand are dedicating our entire lives to this sport that has taught us to be a little bit selfish and has taught us that we need to put our needs first, but then also we go into our regular lives and you want to be a good person. You don't want to be the selfish person who doesn't look out for others. Who's not, you know, putting other people's feelings into consideration. So, Kind of switching back and forth. I notice this in a lot of my like athlete friends. Is that I can see that internal struggle where it's like, okay, I know that when I'm like I'm in, in my competition mode, I need to be putting myself first. But then when I get around my people and my friends and family, like really trying to separate those feelings and go into the other mode where it's okay to put others first and to think about others' needs in instead of your own. So if you're an athlete who's struggling with that, just know it's normal. It is really hard to kind of flip back and forth and I think there's lots of ways you can practice this, like almost creating two lives inside your head where when you are an athlete and you are training or competing, like that's your you time. And then when you're outside of that, you can switch into the other side of you who, you know, lets other people's needs come first. Uh, <laughs> also, if you're like a support person for someone who is an athlete and you can see them struggling with this, just, you know, be, be gen like be kind to them. Don't make it seem like a huge deal that, okay, this person is struggling with differentiating between the selfish side of sport and, the other side um I think that it can be really easy to be hard on those types of people and it can be really hard to understand why they would be putting themselves first but ultimately it's ingrained in athletes from a young age and like coaches it's like something that we're taught (laughs) it's it's just yeah I don't have any really more to say about that because I think that it's just something that people need to understand is that it's taught to athletes. It's not something that's just like, well, for some people, maybe it's just instinctual, but for most athletes, it's like a taught uh, trade. So you're, you're taught from a young age and once it's ingrained in you, it is really hard to switch back and forth. On that note, it can also be hard To balance relationships, whether that's friendships or romantic relationships or with your family, Um, it can be really challenging to, you know, go from this place of, okay, I am thinking entirely about what I want to then transitioning to, okay, what do all of these people in my life need and want from me? And It's all about finding the right people for you. I have gotten to a point in my life where I know the way that I am and I obviously I have a lot to learn and to grow still, but I'm very comfortable with who I am and the relationships that I have and the people that understand me and my life. And if they don't understand, then that's on them. And (laughs) I'm not going to fight to change the way that I am. And, um, especially right now when I'm like so deep in my sport and so dedicated to what I'm doing, it can seem, again, this might be the selfish side of me and my sport, but I am prioritizing that part of my life right now. And if people can't understand that, then that's kind of their problem. And that's okay. That's just not someone that is there for me right now and that's totally fine. Like they I'm not going to force anyone to be uncomfortable or feel like I'm not giving them enough because I give what I give and I have so many amazing people in my life that understand that and understand that if they need me, I'll be there. Like there's no question about that. The people that I love in my life, if they need something from me or just anything, like they know that I'll be there, but they also understand that if it's not something that they need me for, I they don't need to, you know, make me a part of it. And I really love that about the people in my life. I think that it's just come with time and like the, the friends that have lasted with me are the ones that understand that and they accept the fact that I'm not like a normal friend for them who... Is at home all the time. Who is constantly in touch? Like I am more the friend that we check in every once in a while. They, I tell them when I'm coming home, and we have a great time when I'm home. But then, when I'm on the road, they, <laughs> they know they're probably not going to hear from me for weeks at a time, and that's just the way it is. And um, I think if you're an athlete who's struggling with that, just know that you don't have to, you don't have to please everyone. I, uh, I really love the idea that you don't have to love everyone. That's kind of something that I think a lot of people get wrapped up in is they don't want to disappoint people or they feel like they need to, you know, conform to meet the standard of what people think they need to be. And you can be whoever you want to be. You If you are dedicating your life to your sport and that's something that you are like so passionate about, then people who understand that and who value your goals and your dreams are the ones that you want to have around. And if they don't, and if they don't understand the way that you function, then you don't need them. And maybe later in life, you'll end up reconnecting or whatever. Like, (laughs) I'm not saying cut everyone out of your life. That is not what I'm saying. But I am saying you don't have to feel like you're letting people down because you will find people that are in your corner 100% and who understand your way of life. That's kind of (laughs) how I look at it. And maybe this is me just getting older and realizing that I don't need to be friends with every single person that I meet or I don't need to feel like I need to please everyone. And yeah, I guess just... Be mindful that if you are really good friends or in the life of an athlete who is either in it professionally or aspiring to be in it professionally, just know that they are in their sport entirely and it can be really hard to stay in touch with your friends as much as you want or to feel like you're letting people down. So just be kind to them. I say this a lot. Be kind to each other. But just be like understanding of what they're going through. And yeah, just know that they still love you and they still are going to be a part of your life just in a different way. And if you're an athlete, just know that the people that yeah are in it for you and understand what you're going through, those are the ones that are going to stick around and they're going to have your back and they're going to be the ones that... willing to adapt to who you are (laughs) I guess that's the moral of this last part is just be (laughs) don't be afraid to embrace who you're becoming as an athlete and the fact that you are gonna have very unconventional relationships for many years of your life like I've been in this on the road for around 11 years now Um, Not professionally. (laughs) I've only been doing it professionally for like two and a half years or two years. But as an athlete who's been on the road and been traveling, been away from home, been having to have these long distance relationships for so many years, I can tell you that the ones who are in it with you and who adapt with you and understand your life is different than theirs are the ones that are gonna stick around and that you will have for the rest of your life. So that's kind of the end of my <laughs> spiel on being the real life of a professional athlete because it's not all sunshine and rainbows. We go through a lot of internal battles. We go through a lot of feeling like we're letting people down or letting ourselves down if we yeah don't dedicate enough time. And energy, and there's a lot of fear of failure. So, if you're someone who relates to this, just know that you're not alone. I think that these are very normal feelings for anyone who's in an unconventional profession. And I would say athletics or sports is a very unconventional profession. So, just be mindful of how you're feeling. Try to understand that you might not relate to everyone that you meet on a personal level and people may not always understand your life but just check in with yourself and go with the flow there's so much to learn from sports and I think that it's something that I feel so lucky to be a part of I think (laughs) I may not be making money or um you know setting myself up for a stable future but I'm getting to do one of the coolest things that I could imagine and I'm doing it with people that I respect and admire so yeah that's it for me for this week I know last week was a really long episode so I'll try to keep this one a little shorter <laughs> thank you so much for tuning in and supporting me and I will see you next week bye